Spring into reading this season with the Biblio Lifestyle 2024 Spring Reading Guide. In this season's guide, I've handpicked 21 of the best new books and I've organized them across six categories. So whether you're looking for a romance novel that will give you a happily ever after, a thrilling mystery to keep you guessing, or an immersive historical fiction book, this guide has a book or three or seven just for you. Now, if 21 books sounds like too much for you, there's a minimalist reads list in the guide, which includes a list of six must-read books from across genres. But wait, that's not all. The spring reading guide also includes fun recipes, spring activities and lifestyle tips. So head on over to springreadingguide.com and download your copy of the guide. That's springreadingguide.com and download your free copy of the 2024 spring reading guide. So download your free copy and discover your next favourite book. Happy reading! Hi readers, so before we start the show I have a quick ask. Will you pretty please rate and review the show if you like it? I mean, if you don't like it, well, you know, that's your choice. But if you do like it, rating and reviewing helps other people find a show. So if you take a few seconds and hit those five stars, that helps. And if you take a minute to write something nice about the show, that will help even more. So thank you, thank you, thank you in advance, and alrighty, now on to the episode. Hello, I'm Victoria from Biblio Lifestyle, and you're listening to the Reader's Couch Podcast. The show that will help you bridge the gap between living a full and busy life to one where you're reading, learning new things and having fun. In today's episode, I'll be talking about the three things you must know to start and maintain a reading habit. So if you've been wanting to start a reading habit, read more consistently or maintain a habit, I think you'll find this episode useful. So stay tuned. So I have a quick question to ask you. Have you ever thought about starting a reading habit? Or maybe you're a once in every blue moon type of reader, but you want to be more consistent and maintain a reading habit. Or maybe you're an avid reader, but you're interested in having a more intentional and fulfilling reading life. Does that sound like you? If any of those scenarios sound like you in even the slightest, I want to invite you to take the What's Your Reader Type quiz. It will only take 60 seconds of your time and you'll discover your reader type. But most importantly, you'll get the resources you need to start reading, maintain the habit and get intentional. So visit readertypequiz.com. That's readertypequiz.com. It will only take you 60 seconds and you'll discover your reader type and get the resources you need. So whether you're an aspiring or avid reader, go to readertypequiz.com, spend 60 seconds and take the quiz that will help you get clear on where you are right now and what you need to do to live your best reading and literary life yet. 
Well, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the Reader's Couch podcast. Today, I'll be talking about the three things you must know to start and maintain a reading habit. So if you've been wanting to start a reading habit, or maybe you haven't read in years and you're trying to get back into the groove, or maybe you want to read more consistently or maintain a consistent habit and not just read when you're on vacation, I think you'll find this episode useful. So before we get into the three things you must know to start and maintain a reading habit, let's talk about why you should start a reading habit. Now, I'm a firm believer that reading changes lives, minds and the world. And I also believe that there's a reader inside everyone. And I mean every single person out there. I believe there's a reader inside of you. And inside the pages of books, you can find motivation, inspiration, enlightenment, or just pure escapism. Because books have this amazing ability to move us in ways that are beyond the words that are actually written in them. But what many adults don't often realise is that reading can also offer several benefits that can help enhance their quality of life. So from enhancing your mental well-being to promoting self-discovery, providing a sense of accomplishment, increasing your empathy and understanding of different perspectives to helping you manage your stress combat depression, reading offers countless rewards and it can be incredibly beneficial to your life. So again, I believe reading can change lives, can change your mind and it can also change the world. So that is part of the reason why I'm trying to get folks to start reading, read more books and just make it a part of their daily lives. There are just so many benefits that reading offers And we're all unique and individual. So give it a go and see for yourself how reading can improve your life. Now, I know the folks listening to this podcast are a mix of aspiring readers, folks who desire to start a reading habit and maintain a reading habit. And there are also avid readers listening out there who want to continue the habit, maintain the habit and be more intentional in their reading lives. So I really think that these three things that you should know in order to start a reading habit can be incredibly beneficial. Now, the first thing, number one, the first thing you need to know in order to start and maintain a reading habit is that first you must change your mindset and leave all your misconceptions about reading at the door. Now, I know this might seem daunting to aspiring readers or readers who haven't read in years to start a reading habit. But before you can actually start a reading habit and maintain a sustainable habit, you need to change your mindset and leave all your misconceptions about reading at the door. Because when it comes to reading, quite honestly, there are no rules. Reading isn't a race. It's not a competitive sport. Again, there are no rules. So I want you to give yourself permission to read what you want in whatever format is most convenient or comfortable for you. Now, I want us to get into some popular myths about reading. Now, A very popular one that I hear time and time again is that to start and maintain a reading habit, you need dedicated, 
uninterrupted time to read your books. Now, I'm here to tell you that is false, because if that were the case, I would never be a reader myself, because you really don't need large chunks of time to read. If you read a page, that's reading. If you read a chapter for the day, that is reading. You don't need this large, dedicated time to actually sit and read. Now, in a previous podcast episode, I talked about finding time to read when you're busy. And I actually think that episode would be really helpful for listeners, especially if you're feeling, well, I need large chunks of time to read. That's episode 51. So just go back, how to make time in your busy schedule for reading. Because it's definitely a popular question I get asked. It's how do I find time to read, especially when you have so much going on and you're struggling as is, while also feeling like there aren't enough hours in the day. So the first myth is that you need this dedicated, uninterrupted time to read. Absolutely not. You can squeeze reading in while on your commute, whether it's an audiobook or reading a physical book or your e-reader. If you have a book on hand at all times, when you find yourself with these extra moments of free time, you can get some reading in. And instead of always grabbing for your mobile phone and going on social media, opt to pick up your book instead and use that time to read. So I truly believe you can get reading in. You don't need this dedicated, uninterrupted time to start reading. Another myth is that reading books is only for just, you know, super, super, super smart, genius level type of people. Because there are people out there, there are folks out there who actually believe that. But I want you to know that one, this is absolutely false, because books are written for everyone to enjoy, absolutely everyone. So I don't want you to feel like, well, I'm not a book person because I was never a book person, probably in school or anything like that. No, I think if you shift your mindset to recognise that books are for everyone, I believe there's a book out there for every reader. There's that one book that you can probably connect with on a different level that will just, you know, just open your mind to wanting to read more. Because again, like I said at the top, I do believe there's a reader inside everyone. You really just need to find the right book. So don't exclude yourself from reading. Books are for everyone to enjoy. I've also seen, especially when it comes to reading those literary classics, you know, from the canon, it's often said that, well, you know, it would probably help if you had a college degree in order to understand, interpret and appreciate the book. Again, absolutely false, because there's so many people out there. I've read about so many people who've never even stepped foot in uni, never went to college, who've read and enjoyed books. Actually, I've heard of folks who have often said that the library and reading books, that was their college, that was their university, even though they've never stepped foot through those doors of institutions of higher learning. They never did. But by reading books, that was their teacher, that was their school. Because all you really need is an interest in the subject matter and an actual willingness to engage with the text. Now, I understand some of these books can be quite dense, However, these books now have new introductions, study guides, notes, annotations. There are just so many different resources out there. So you do not need a higher level of education to read and understand and appreciate books. And not going to college or uni does not disqualify you at all. Another popular myth are that books are dry and dull. 
again, I'm here to say that too is false. Now look, some books can be dense and challenging. I recognise that. But some of these books actually can be incredibly rewarding. I think it goes back to selecting books and focusing and reading books that have subject matters that are of interest to you. And the good news is, especially again when it comes to classics, because this is something I tend to hear again as it revolves around books that are considered classics, is that now the new reprinted editions of these books tend to have a lot of resources that can help readers. And I'm going to do a podcast episode dedicated on how to start reading classics. So I promise it's coming And it will break down how to read them so that they're enjoyable and rewarding. I'll also provide practical tips on getting started reading classics and how to stay consistent. And of course, how to read more. So that is definitely something that's on the books and will be coming up soon. And the last myth I would love to dispel is the fact that you're not a reader if you don't read X, you know, if you don't read a particular book. Again, that is false. You are a reader no matter what you read. So please, you can read whatever you want, whenever you want it, as little or as much as you want to read, in whatever format you choose to read, whether it's a physical book, an ebook, or an audiobook, you are a reader. So that's definitely one of the things you need to know in order to start and maintain a reading habit, is that reading isn't a competitive sport. There are no rules. And I want you to give yourself permission to read what you want in whatever format is most convenient or comfortable for you. You don't need dedicated or uninterrupted time. Books aren't only for super smart, genius level, or even college educated folk. There is a popular misconception that books are boring and dull. They are not. You're just not reading the right books for you. Again, only select books that have topics and subject matters that are of interest to you. Don't focus on reading the books you think you should be reading or what everyone else is reading. And there are no specific books that one should read to be considered a reader or even worse, a serious reader. Again, I want you to focus on reading for pleasure, reading for joy, reading for understanding, to have new experiences. You know, don't focus on what you think you should read. Instead, focus on what you want to read. Okay, number two, the second thing you should know in order to start and maintain a reading habit, and this one is especially important if you're new to reading or if you're just restarting your reading habit, meaning you haven't read in a really long time and you're just getting started and getting back into the habit or you're completely new but you want to incorporate this in your life, this is especially important for you. And that is you'll need to make reading a commitment, and if necessary, you're going to need to put it on your calendar. Now, by making this commitment, it will help you get into a routine. And over time, this routine will become second nature. And then you probably won't even need to put it on your calendar. So I highly recommend maybe start committing to reading for 30 minutes every day. I think that's a great starting point. I want you to find a part of your day or a time in your day when you can read. Again, this could be on your commute. It could be before bed, between work commitments or meetings. And I have to say, personally, I've found that when I read, 
in between work commitments or during my lunch break, it's incredibly helpful for me. It's a great way to reset, especially if I'm feeling incredibly stressed or there's just a lot going on and I just need a second to turn off, hit pause, calm down before moving into another situation or another meeting that could either be incredibly stressful or it's an unknown. You don't know what you're going to walk into, but you're coming out of one thing that was just incredibly stressful or just a lot going on, or you want to go into something with, you know, good vibes, good energy. I find reading, even if it's just for 30 minutes, sometimes even 15, because I've had moments where I'll just open, crack open a book and just start reading for a bit. And that is enough to kind of slow my brain down, turn me off and allow me to then show up to the second half of my day or my next meeting that much more better than I would have moving directly from one to another. So reading can be incredibly helpful in that way. And again, I'm a big proponent of capitalising on breaks and moments of free time throughout your day. So again, instead of scrolling through social media, pick up your book instead. I think that's definitely a great way to build momentum. And especially if it's a story you're super interested in, that book will be calling to you, my friend. I promise you. And every free second you have, you'll want to crack open that book because you want to find out what happens next or what is going on with this character that you're super invested in. So again, um, if necessary, you're going to need to make reading a commitment. I think 30 minutes every day is a great start. And don't forget to capitalise on breaks throughout your day. Okay, number three, the third thing you need to know in order to start and maintain a reading habit is to surround yourself with books and readers. Seriously, find the people in your life who are avid readers, surround yourself with books, and if you don't have avid readers in your life, find online communities of readers as well. Of course, I want you to join Biblio Lifestyle, sign up for the weekly newsletter, the Friday editorial newsletter goes out on Friday, and it's filled with lots of inspiration and bookish and lifestyle related things. You can sign up to my Sunday email, which is more powerful personal. I share what I'm reading, what I'm recommending, even what I'm watching on television. So whatever is going on, even snacks I've discovered, food, experiences, places I've went to. um, Yep, I share everything in that Sunday email. Of course, hit that subscribe button on the podcast if you haven't already, because I'll always be sharing tips and tricks on how to help you read. Start reading, read more if you want to, maintain the habit, be more intentional. And of course, I bring authors on the show so that they can share their new books. And if it sounds like interest of you, then go on, check it out from your local library, purchase a copy from your bookshop and get reading. I also have a Facebook community where you can hop on in. We share different things and of course, attend a workshop, come to the festival, you know, just engage in the community. It's a great way to be inspired, to stay motivated when you're surrounded by people who are reading. And the thing I love about this community and being surrounded by readers is that the enthusiasm is infectious. I just love talking to folks about what they're reading, the books they're looking forward to reading, and just, you know, being a part of these conversations 
it really motivates me even to read more and it challenges me as a reader and when I'm surrounded by other readers and they are sharing new books or new ideas and telling me about new perspectives and things they've learnt and discovered or even books that are just entertaining it's incredibly motivating and it challenges me to be a better reader and to be more diverse with my selection of books as well. So I think it's really important to surround yourself with a community. And again, if you don't know any readers in your real life or if you're afraid of being overwhelmed, you have a home here with me and the Biblio Lifestyle community. We are here to support you. And I can tell you, this community is incredibly supportive. So there you have it, friends, the three things you must know to start and maintain a reading habit. So a quick recap, the first thing is that you need to change your mindset and just leave all these ideas and misconceptions that you have about reading at the door. You don't need dedicated or uninterrupted time. Books aren't just for geniuses and super smart people. You definitely don't need a college degree. The whole idea and concept of books being dry and dull, it's absolutely false. Yes, there are books out there that are incredibly dense, but I don't want you to focus on those books. I don't want you to focus on those books at all. I want you to focus on books that have subject matters and topics that are of interest to you. And of course, you don't need to read certain books to be a reader, okay? Once you're reading, you are a reader, no matter what you're reading. So I want you to give yourself permission to read what you want in whatever format is most convenient or comfortable to you. The second thing you need to know is that, especially if you're new to reading, you need to make reading a commitment and if necessary, put it on your calendar. I actually think uh, committing to read for 30 minutes every day is a great start. So I want you to think about those moments during the day when you can read for 30 minutes. It could be first thing in the morning, during your commute, before bed or between work commitments. And of course, don't forget to capitalise on those free moments throughout the day. Instead of picking up your phone, opt to pick up your book instead. And the third thing you need to know is that you have to surround yourself with books and readers because if you're not around these people, it's easy for you to kind of forget and lose motivation. So find those readers in your life and if you don't have readers in your life, join online communities like Biblio Lifestyle because the enthusiasm from readers is infectious and trust me, the way we talk about books, it can help motivate you to read. So again, If you don't know any readers, join us here. Join the Biblio Lifestyle community. Obviously, subscribe to the podcast so you can stay updated. And hopefully, you can be inspired by me and the guest I bring onto the show. So, I really hope you found today's episode helpful and that you are ready to take action so you can live your best reading and literary life yet. So thanks again for being here. Thanks for listening. And I'm looking forward to talking with you again soon. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to the Reader's Couch podcast. Please subscribe to the show, share it with a friend and take a few seconds to leave a rating and review. Until next time, stay lounging, stay reading and whenever you're in doubt, go straight to your local bookstore or library. Thanks again for listening and happy reading.